Hey, the 49ers just beat the freaking Miami Dolphins, who were 8-3 coming into this game. Beat them with Brock Purdy. Jimmy Garoppolo leaves after the first series. Broken foot, not going to play the rest of the season. Brock Purdy comes in. Niners don't miss a beat. Embarrass. Expose the Miami Dolphins. That team isn't going anywhere. The Niners expose them. The Niners are going somewhere, even if they're going with Brock Purdy. So, um... I know you guys are used to me coming on these post-game rants and being really critical even after wins. Not today. I'm quite impressed. You put 30. You you win by 16 against an 8 and 3 team with your third-string quarterback. It's time to praise the 49ers. But before we do, let's say goodbye to Jimmy Garoppolo. Sincerely, he's been here a long time. He's done a lot of good things for the 49ers. He may have played his final game with the 49ers. He broke his foot. Fluky play. Um, Feel bad for him. I mean, this morning there was a report from Ian Rappaport that came out that the 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo were open to bringing him back next year, giving him a lucrative short-term extension, which could have been two, three years. You know, essentially pulling the plug on the Trey Lance experiment and saying, we were wrong, Jimmy, thank you, sorry, stay. This close. And then today he breaks his foot. Um, and I think every year Jimmy Garoppolo does this. He goes on a stretch in October and November where he plays really well, and then all of a sudden people around the country are like, why are the Niners trying to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo? What is it about Jimmy Garoppolo? Why can't, why don't they like him? And then this happens. So let's step back and look at Jimmy Garoppolo's career. He's 31 years old. He's been a full-time starting quarterback for more than half a decade, and he's only made it through a full season healthy one time. Now, that year he did go to the Super Bowl. Give him credit. That's why he's such a conundrum, right? When he's healthy, he can play like a starting quarterback who's good. And he wins a lot of games. But the fact of the matter is, he can't stay healthy. And that's why the 49ers traded all those picks for Trey Lance. Now, maybe Trey Lance can't stay healthy either. We don't know. But the jury's out on Jimmy Garoppolo. He can't stay healthy. And frankly, if you're a quarterback who can't make it through a full regular season, a full schedule, you're not a starting quarterback. You're a backup. Even if you're good when you're on the field, even if you look and play like a starting quarterback when you're on the field, if you're only good for eight, nine, ten games a year before the injury, you're not a starting quarterback. And I can't help but feel like the the Patriots knew this when they traded him to the 49ers. I mean, he got hurt in a second start with the Patriots, and Tom Brady never got hurt for them, except for that one year. So, the Niners get him, and they've been constantly back and forth. Well, when he plays, he's good. When he's healthy, he's good. He's not healthy enough. End of story. you got to move on. Don't bring him back next year because he'll play well, and then he'll get hurt, and you'll, feel, you'll be in the same conundrum. This is Jimmy Garoppolo. He's a tease. He's a fugazi. He looks and smells, and <laughs> he looks like a, a starting quarterback. He's got the starting quarterback face. He's got the starting quarterback numbers. He just can't stay healthy. And what was weird is... He, he got hurt in this game. I mean, he, he broke his foot. Jimmy Garopp, uh, Trey Lance broke his ankle, right? And there's some symmetry there. So Trey Lance break, breaks his ankle week two, Niners win. After the game, they're giddy, right? Hey, you know, it's, it's, I feel bad for Trey's our brother, but it's a return to 49ers football. Kyle Juszczyk was legendary after that game. I mean, he could hardly contain his excitement that Jimmy Garoppolo was coming back. Today, the Niners win big again. Lose another quarterback, broken Lower, you know, broken foot, ankle, whatever. 
Juszczyk, well, the team in general was really deflated after the game, it looked like. Juszczyk in particular, he came to the post-game press conference, looked like he was about to cry. It's like, I get it, that's your friend, but man, what a stark contrast between how he acted after Trey's injury and how he acted now. Um, I don't know, it's, the season isn't over. Offense looked pretty good without Jimmy Garoppolo, and I think we finally see. Nothing against Jimmy, but he's got the best defense in the league. He's got all these weapons. If he had done this today, his fans would have said he's the greatest quarterback of all time, but Brock Purdy did it. It's clear that even though Jimmy Garoppolo, was he now 41-19 and 19 as the Niners starting quarterback? That's not his record. Nick Bosa has more of a claim to that win-loss record than Jimmy Garoppolo, and you take him out and put in the last pick in the draft, the last pick, rookie, no difference. In fact, maybe the offense was better today with Brock Purdy. So if there's one silver lining to this injury is that the Niners can stop kidding themselves about Jimmy Garoppolo. He can't stay healthy on a football field. He's going to keep getting hurt. Don't give him a three-year, $100 million contract. That would have been the biggest mistake the organization could do, could have, could have made. Whether or not he stayed healthy and, and won the Super Bowl, you can't give him that contract. And now I don't think they will. Now I think they'll have to take an honest look at their quarterback room and say, it's Trey Lance's team next year. No more of this uh, riding the fence, procrastinating. They got to embrace the process of developing Trey Lance next year unless Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl and establishes himself as a franchise quarterback. But either way, it's time for the 49ers to say goodbye to Jimmy Garoppolo. And it's time for Jimmy Garoppolo to say goodbye to the 49ers. He's had some good years here, but ultimately he couldn't stay healthy. It was not a good fit for him schematically. He wants to line up in the shotgun with no motions, clear picture, get the ball, rock and fire. Kyle Shanahan wants to run offense like he ran with Brock Purdy today. Under center, a million motions, turn your back to the defense, play action, all that stuff. It's not what Jimmy wants to do. So, Jimmy, go somewhere where the coach builds an offense to your skill set and can protect you, if he can protect you. Because I don't know that Jimmy Garoppolo can protect himself. That's been my biggest knock on him. He can't protect himself on a football field, unfortunately. Keneal Mason. Grant, my guy, great W, but please tell me you're just not going to believe Kyle's answer to your question about Trey coming back at face value is cap. We're going to need quality control more than ever. I don't know, man. He's been pretty clear that he's not going to bring back Trey Lance, but I, they should. So I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Appreciate you, Keneal. Thank you. RWJ All Day says, hey, Kyle, you check. Does it feel like the Niners football? <laughs> Still feel like Niners football? We remember waiting for number five. Good job, Brock. Yeah, you, you noticed. I mean, I wasn't the only one that noticed the stark difference between uh, of use check. After this game and after the week two. Steven. Glock Purdy. Bang, bang. Niner game. Great win. Offense has a chance to take a step forward with play actions and more confident throws. Terrible situation for Jimmy, but there is opportunity for upside. I do feel bad for Jimmy. He chose to play football. It's a violent sport. He's made a, ton, he's made a fortune playing this game. And he's got a, a career ahead of him. So I feel bad for Jimmy, um, but not that bad. The Goose says, I'm still not closing the window on a Lance return until Lance gets medical clearance. Shanahan will always say a Lance uh, will not return. That's a fair point. And again, I'm going to talk about that at length in a minute. King Glow, King Geo says, where's that Niners? Where's that Niners kept the wrong coach? BS, you said. Hey, man, they got D'Amico. I actually thought McDaniel coached really well today. He had guys open all day in the Niners secondary, too. It just couldn't get the ball to him. And it wasn't all to his fault. They didn't have any offensive line. Um, I still think that Mike McDaniel's a better offensive coach than Kyle. We need Drew F and Breeze. Call him now. Ha! I don't think that's going to happen. He just got struck by lightning. Just kidding. Marcus the Wise, thank you. Glass half full guy says, uh, is it possible for Lance to come back? 
No, it's not impossible. Kyle just keeps saying it won't happen. Seth Harvey says they're talking about Purdy like he's going to be the first rookie to win it all. That being said, I suspect Kyle is his best kept secret. Uh, Kyle is a quarterback curse. Yikes. All I know is Kyle goes through quarterbacks unlike any coach I know. Brady, Trey, Purdy, 2023 chances just increased. That's a good point. Don't forget that Tom Brady is going to be a free agent. And... Uh, he might want to come to this team. Nathan Flores says, prayers up for Jimmy. I've been hard on Jimmy, but never want to see him get hurt. Purdy played great today. Now let's uh, – Purdy with all the first-team reps. Defense is awesome. Bosa for MVP. Sacaruni. He's hella good, man. Channel 49, Brock Purdy, lifetime contract, baby. Yeah, please. All he has to do is win five starts, and the Niners give you a $150 million contract. Seth Harvey says, all I wanted was for Trey to come back later this year, but Kyle always has to start quarterback controversies. Feels like Kyle handpicked Brock Purdy. What, did he not handpick Trey Lance? Is that? <laughs> I don't know. Purdy reminds me of TB12 replacing injured Bledsoe. Let's chill. Can we not compare Brock Purdy to the greatest quarterback of all time just yet? Are the Niners saving money because of the injury? I mean, you hate to say it, but yeah. Offense didn't miss a beat with Purdy. Yup. Agree. Man, I thought I was dreaming seeing Brock roll out and throw on the run. Dude actually tested the defense too, throwing at PS run, Mason up the gut. It's crazy that Kyle Shanahan still hasn't figured that out, but he started He started to get it as the game went on. DS Review says, I don't know what Kyle says. I don't care what Kyle says. Lance returns for Super Bowl. Well, they got to activate him before the playoffs for that to happen. Brendel misses a block. Trey done. Uh, McGlinchey misses uh, and Jimmy G done. Kyle must bench both immediately like Brock still feels strong. Like Brock still feels strong about our chances. Yeah, man, I just don't like this offensive line. And, uh, I mean, it's hurting. It's a bad offensive line. They were getting a lot of praise a few weeks ago. Can't run the ball, can't pass protect. Other than that, great offensive line. Dustin the Gale says, I'm trying to figure out why Kyle was so quick to rule out Trey. This feels like more than having to do with the injury. I'll, th I'll theorize about that in a minute. I know it's what you guys are, what's on your mind, so we'll talk about it. Otto Graham is better than Brady. Okay. Patek. So, goodbye, Jimmy Garoppolo. Hello, Brock Purdy. Uh, I was surprised at how poised he was. He looked very confident. All the players after the game says he has a swagger to him. Well, that's intangible. There's a lot of bad quarterbacks that have swagger because they were good in college. What I liked about Brock Purdy is a couple things. First of all, he looked good in the red zone. Jimmy Garoppolo can't put the ball in the end zone when he gets five yards away, at least not this year. But Brock Purdy did it this year. Uh, quick reads, quick release, got the ball to the right guy pretty impressive uh, really the Niners offense has just been missing that red zone element this year and Purdy seemed to provide it so that's impressive and then play action is back I mean you see the Dolphins do a lot of play action the Niners don't do it because apparently Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't want to and he wants to be in the gun all the time when he throws and the Niners will try to do a little play action from the gun but it's not effective because the defense gets to see the ball Play action is much more effective when the quarterback turns his back to the defense because the defense can't see the ball. It's hidden. Much more effective. And you see a lot uh, what, what the Dolphins do is they'll have Tua B in the gun and he'll turn his back, even from the gun, on the play action to, to create some more deception. The Niners didn't do that with Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think he liked turning his back from the defense. I think he wanted to get a clear picture the whole time. Because even with a clear picture, I don't think he knows what he's looking at. So now all of a sudden you got Brock Purdy, who was drafted not because he's gifted. He's the last pick in the draft. Every other team in the league had a chance to draft him and pass. He fits. He, dra 
he got picked here because he fits Kyle Shanahan's system. He can line up under center. He can do play action. He can move. All of a sudden, Kyle Shanahan is calling sprint right options and play action bootlegs. That stuff is not in the Jimmy Garoppolo offense. And, I mean, we all know that Kyle's been trying for years to get Jimmy Garoppolo to embrace his system and won't. And now that Jimmy Garoppolo is on his final year, Kyle finally capitulates. He said, all right, do whatever the hell you want to do. I got no choice. And it worked for eight games. He got hurt. Now the Brock Purdy's in. And all of a sudden, it's like the, the system Kyle wanted to run. And you're seeing a quarterback who can make plays if the first read isn't open. If the first read isn't open for Jimmy Garoppolo, it's either going to be a check down or a bad play or a turnover. With Purdy, there were a bunch of plays where he rolled left and, and completed a pass. Rolled right. and co- How many times did he roll right and hit a wide receiver right at the Debo once, Ayuk once, right at, right at the sideline? That looked nice. So is he the Niners' answer at quarterback? No, Trey Lance is their starting quarterback. He'll be their starting quarterback week one next year unless it's Brady. Um, but he looks like a good backup. He looks like a guy who can take the Niners to the playoffs. And frankly, is he, is he going to be worse than Jimmy? I mean, it seems to me that there's nothing that happened in this game that makes you feel like, oh, the Niners are dead. Their defense stepped up against a, a really good offense, and their third-string quarterback looked just as capable and, and um, looked just as capable as Jimmy with a different skill set that's frankly a little bit more intriguing because, look, not only is Jimmy limited, Purdy's limited. Jimmy's limited, and there's a book on him. Everyone knows what Jimmy does and doesn't do. Jimmy's played the Dolphins twice. He hasn't made it out healthy either time. Their defensive coordinator comes from New England. They were there together, Josh Boyer and, Co- and Jimmy Garoppolo. Josh Boyer knows all about Jimmy Garoppolo and has knocked him out of twice, both times he faced him. Um, there's no book on Brock Purdy. So while he has limitations, teams are going to be going up against him with no film, trying to be like, I don't know what Kyle's going to call for Brock. He doesn't have tendencies. That's a good thing. If you got to play a, a, a limited quarterback, physically limited, Hey, better, him, better for him to be a freaking 23-year-old rookie that the league doesn't know. Because I still maintain that Jimmy Garoppolo's best stretch was when he was first with the Niners and no one really knew the book on him. No one knew how Kyle Shannon was going to call plays for him. No one really knew what to expect. That's Purdy now. So I'm not saying the Niners are going to be scoring 30 points per game, but I don't think you write them off just because they're down to Purdy. He moves a little bit. He's savvy. He's experienced. He started four years in college. Um, it could be worse. It could be worse. The defense is still really good. They still have Christian McCaffrey, who's a hell of a player. Jordan Mason's emerging. I mean, they lost Elijah Mitchell. Remember, they lost Jeff Wilson Jr., traded him. Costa, they lost him. Still looking for him. And now they got Jordan Mason, who frankly looks like Marshawn Lynch. Same number, same dreadlocks, same running style. Runs angry. I like him. And Christian McCaffrey, I mean, he's not. He's not. Roger Craig or Marshall, or Marshall Falk, but he's a really good receiver out of the backfield, and frankly, the Dolphins couldn't cover him at all. So Purdy's got a lot going for him, just like Jimmy did. And today, he did not seem like a liability out there. He threw the one pick on fourth down. You know, it was going to be a turnover on downs anyway if he didn't throw that ball. Could have been worse. I thought he played uh, more mature than I would have expected. And I really didn't like him when he got drafted. I thought I didn't like him watching him in training game. I thought 
He had the weakest arm I'd ever seen. I was calling him Brock Pasta, as in like a limp noodle. But, I mean, I, don't, I feel like he's got just as much zip on his throws as, as Jimmy G, and he's more willing to throw the ball down the field than Jimmy G. He's less cautious. Could be interesting. Hello, Brock Purdy. Debo had a clutch, hard-fought game. Why only box scout when grading him? He had one of the best TFL. We've, uh, it, he, had, he had one of the best four TFL I, we've seen in recent times. The best four tackles for losses? Debo had tackles for losses? Um, Debo is okay. He had 58 receiving yards. They're paying him $24 million a year. They're paying him $24 million a year because he scored 14 touchdowns last year. This year he scored four. Um, so, yeah, I mean, 58 receiving yards on 10 targets and, and then five rushing yards on four. That's a lot of snaps for Debo Samuel to wind up with, what, 63 yards? Not exactly what they're paying for. If they're paying him $4 million a year, that'd be great. But they're paying him $24 million a year for 60 yards. He's got to get in the end zone. And, frankly, his carries look awful. Um, but yeah, I mean, yes, he had some nice runs after the catch on swing passes and stuff. I get the feeling that Kyle will start to prefer Purdy over Trey, ignoring Trey's upside and taking a shortcut by just going with Purdy next year. I don't know about that, man. You really think Kyle Shanahan can sell to Jed York? Hey, um, Purdy's my starter. Make the Purdy bobbleheads. Put his face around Levi's. He, we're going to be selling some season tickets this year, guys. Purdy time. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't see it. Does this end the Jimmy extension nonsense talk? I think it does, Jason. I think it does. GTC says, why was McGlinchey an eligible man downfield? I don't know. Maybe he thought he was going to get the, uh, a pass. Maybe he felt it was his time to shine. Alex says, I couldn't agree more. This offensive O-line needs an overhaul. Great coach with what we have, but is still the team's weakness. Yeah, great job, Chris Forrester. He's doing a really good job with, I mean, not the greatest talent. I've said it before. We need to run Wildcat, says Carson. I mean, they might want to think about it. Other teams do it. Is this a Super Bowl defense? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Melody says, you were right about Mason. He was a monster today. Kyle listens to you. Thanks. I want to say like I'm a football guru, but literally anyone who watched Jordan Mason in training camp or preseason saw this. I don't understand how Kyle didn't see it. The whole world freaking saw it. California Bears says, bye, Jimmy Era. Time to unlock the offense. Jason says, trade Kyle Shanahan. Promote Ryans. He's too good to let walk. He's going to be a really good head coach. He's a really good coach. Wow. Powerful one says, huge gut check win. First play, give up a touchdown. QB2 goes down. Play the rest with QB3 and D-lock down the Dolphins. Sucks what happened to Jimmy, but they still got to feel really good with how they won. I agree. They didn't just squeak out a win. They embarrassed Miami. Why Kyle Shedden still doesn't want to feed Mason? He only averaged seven yards. Guess not good enough rooting for Purdy. But, man, his arm might be weaker than Jimmy's. Yeah, I mean, we know why he's not going to feed Mason, right? He traded an entire draft. For Christian McCaffrey, he has to justify that. So McCaffrey's going to get a ton of carries, especially by the goal line, so he can score touchdowns. When, frankly, Mason should be getting a lot of those carries. Mason's a better ball carrier. I said it. McCaffrey is a... Here's the thing about McCaffrey. He's not a great ball carrier. Great receiver. His best years in Carolina was when he was in the backfield with Cam Newton, running the zone read. That's different. That's... I mean, frankly, when you have McCaffrey and prime Cam Newton in the backfield, teams are more concerned with Cam. So you have defenses looking at two people, diverted attention. That benefits McCaffrey. Now, 
He's lining up in the I formation, getting tosses. That's not his game. Next year, when he plays with Trey Lance and they're running the zone read, it'll look a lot like what he did in Carolina with, with Newton. He'll be back to averaging five yards a carry. But now, running in the I formation, it's not his game. He's going to be averaging three, four yards a carry. You want to give those carries to Jordan Mason. Just saying. Just saying. It's funny. The Niners get in these two-back sets with Juszczyk and McCaffrey. Both of them are way better receivers than ball carriers. They want to throw. G-Code says, Purdy versus first-team practice, best way to develop. Yeah, all that red zone work kind of worked, uh, paid off. Had more fun watching Purdy play, that's for sure. Me too. Seb says, I still remember when you said that the Niners should trade Bosa. I also said that they shouldn't draft him. I was wrong. Still, though, there's a difference between Bosa making $8 million a year and Bosa making $35 million a year. Just saying. The Niners have had really bad luck giving out second contracts. I'm just saying. They might want to think about it, but you know they're going to give him whatever. They're going to just get right him a blank check. Blank check. Brock Purdy looked better than Jimmy in every way. Yeah, I'd have to say so. Um, NGN says, Jimmy has been carried by top five Ds, great role players. Uh, I feel bad for him, but we know our ceiling with Jimmy, which is high-level losers, Purdy season. Yeah, and I feel like so many people have been saying this, and, so, and a lot of like either Jimmy Garoppolo fans or, or casual observers in, in the national media are like, well, his record is what it is, and look at what the Niners' record is without him. Yeah, because C.J. Beathard's awful. <laughs> they can win without Jimmy Garoppolo, man. It's, it can be done. They did it today. Danny Young. Nobody thought Nick Foles was going to win the Super Bowl. Anything can happen. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I mean, if they win the Super Bowl, it's going to be because of their defense anyway. The darkness says Jimmy's like that girlfriend that cheats on you and you hope she will change. Every year Jimmy let us down and I'm tired of it. Limp away, Jimmy. The darkness. You got cheated on? I'm sorry. It hurts. Happened to me once. <laughs> but you need to tell everyone that, man. Just shake it off. Walk, you know, walk. Take it a stride. Josh Wyatt says, what is he going to do behind that offensive? That. Exactly that. Wish we spent all that money on an O-line. Maybe we wouldn't have needed two quarterbacks. Well, now they now they need three, and there's still a lot of games left, man. Now, now it's now it's on the Niners to keep Brock Purdy healthy. They can't keep anyone healthy. Will the Brady chatter stop if we beat him Sunday? No, no, nope. In your opinion, do you think Lance returns this season? Well, let's talk about it. So after the game, I asked Kyle Shanahan if there's any potential for Trey Lance to be activated before the end of the season. And he said, no, there's no possibility that he can be activated, which is strange because he broke one bone. It's been reported that that injury essentially takes about eight weeks to recover. It's been eight weeks. We see him walking around. We see he's posting videos of himself working out and running. He's coming to games. He's throwing on the field before the games. I'm not saying he's in football shape, but it also doesn't. I mean, he's not in crutches. He's not in a walking boot. He looks like he's semi-okay. And the Niners don't have a backup quarterback. Unless they want to call up Colin Kaepernick. I heard he's available. Save that. I'm thinking it would make more sense to activate Trey Lance, even if he's not quite in football shape, than to freaking call up Jacob Eason, who isn't good and doesn't know the offense. That being said, I can understand if the Niners are trying to play it safe here because, frankly, they've already botched Trey Lance's first two seasons of his career. I mean, they used him like a freaking fullback and broke his ankle. So the only way to make that even worse would be to rush him back from the injury and throw him out there before he's hurt, get him hurt again so that he can't even 
develop this offseason. I'm sure that's what the Niners are afraid of. So I understand them trying to exercise caution with Lance now because they didn't when he was on the field, and they're paying for it. Had they exercised caution with Lance during games, maybe they wouldn't have run him between the tackles on second and freaking eight or whatever it was, and maybe be healthy right now. But they didn't exercise caution. They're like, he's our leading rusher, even though he's averaging four yards a carry. He's hurt, and now maybe they're trying to do it right. I don't know. The other theory could be that until he gets actually medically cleared, what is Kyle Shanahan going to say? Yeah, we really want him to play, and I'm going to pressure the doctors to clear him, even though I'm not a doctor, and they clearly have some reservations. So you can't say that. That being said, if the 49ers clear Trey Lance week 17 or 18 after saying all, all along that they won't, be a bad, it would be a strange look. Not, no one would care. Niner fans would be really happy. But I just don't see Kyle Shanahan blatantly lying. Usually coaches, even though they're not like under oath, leave themselves an out because you don't want to have documented evidence of lying. <laughs> I'm just saying. When he says Trey Lance isn't coming back, I tend to believe him. It seems like the wrong call. But as I just laid it out, I, th I think I understand why. They're it is possible that there's more to the injury than they said and we don't know and he's not ready. But he's not in a walking boot. He's walking around. I've seen him. He was walking around in Colorado Springs. He must be even better now. So, I don't know. It seems like a strange time to exercise caution with Trey Lance. When he's healthy, you throw him to the wolves. Hey, dude, you're a fullback. Now, they're down to Jacob Eason and Brock Purdy, and they're like, yeah, man, he's just not quite 100% yet. I don't know. Seems strange. Maybe they'll change their mind. Um, Thomas says Kyle's dream is to win the Super Bowl with Purdy and become the first head coach to win a Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> I do think Kyle Shanahan likes the idea of winning with a physically limited quarterback. One even more physically limited than Jimmy because he gets to take 100% of the credit. I do think one thing he doesn't like about Jimmy is that Jimmy gets all the credit. That win-loss record is Jimmy's, not Kyle, because Kyle can't, can't win without him. Well, he did today. Um, call the defense Alcatraz. That's what I said. Lock him up. No escape. The Rock. You think Lance injury would be accelerated now? They said no. They said no. But we'll keep the pressure on him. Maybe, maybe Lance will put the pressure on him. It'd be interesting if he starts posting workout videos, right? Glass half full guy says, do you know what happened to Danny Gray? Seems like he doesn't exist. Seems kind of weird to me after all the talk about him. They gave him chances early in the season. He ran some of the worst routes I've ever freaking seen. He's fast, but just being fast doesn't get you open the NFL. You actually have to run routes. And I haven't seen that he can do that. So maybe next year. Rick H says, fool's gold. Jimmy finally, gonna, finally gone now. We can go out and get Brady. There's a lot of season left, man. But yeah, it, that seems like an option. Shreddy Murphy says, Kyle can't. Play call for Trey if Purdy goes deep in the playoffs. I see the organization of fans going with Purdy, free Trey. Man, Niner fans are so... Uh, it's like they have PTSD. They just they don't believe that Trey's ever going to get a chance. I think he's going to get a chance, guys. Grant, you got Powers, homie? Literally call this. We've seen this so many times. I didn't want to call this. But come on, who's surprised today? Who's surprised? I'm sorry, but this is not... That's what happens to Jimmy. Carson says, if, in my opinion, Trey need the playoff experience, not Purdy. Oh, man. Nine, Kyle, you watching? Your fans want Trey. Kyle needs to feed Debo less, both on and off the, on, off the field, says Dustin the Gale. Just kidding, but with, 
what do they need to do to get more production out of him? Take away the Mike and Ikes. I don't know. He just seems a little chunky this year. A little chunk. Kyle's going to get Mac hurt running him like this. Well, he gets all of his running backs and quarterbacks hurt, so that's fair to say. We just signed Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson! Wow! Are you serious? He's been on this team like 17 times. Went to Oakland Tech. Nice. Uh, for the perfect happy ending, we could speak into existence, bringing Colin Kaepernick back and then beating Seattle in the NFC Championship and then win a Super Bowl win. No, it's going to be Josh Johnson. Sorry. Legendary Answers uh, says we are aiming for a Super Bowl. We should be on the phone to lure Drew Brees out of retirement now. No, they got Josh Johnson. It's all good, guys. Eli says, can't wait to see your dad's reaction for this game. Yeah, me too. I don't know what he thinks of this game. Justin says, typical return to sport after ORIF surgery is four weeks after eight weeks of bone healing, week 14, then would need at least two weeks of throwing program. Okay. Okay. So soon. Um, powerful one says, give pretty enough reps and maybe the play, uh, maybe they play better since he can actually move outside the pocket and use his legs. We could see PA again. Also, he's been doing practicing against the Niners defense in, in uh, practice all year. And apparently he's been doing a pretty good job in the red zone. He did a good job in the red zone today. So that's. An interesting development. Bass says, why has no one interviewed Trey? Because the team doesn't want him talking to anyone. Are you kidding? And he would look insubordinate if he, if he went to the press himself. Just got your thoughts on Purdy today. Personally liked what I saw. I gave him a, a B. I thought he was really uh, poised for a rookie. I thought the offense looked maybe even better with him than with Jimmy. James Williams says, maybe the offense at this time is more suitable for Purdy than Trey since it plays on Jimmy's strengths and Purdy's game is similar. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of a distributor like Jimmy, but he can get under center, um, get the ball out quick, get the distribute to your playmakers. I don't know. Jo- we don't even know what, what Trey is. He's started four games. Josh Wyatt says, great job by Purdy today, but Trey is objectively superior in every possible way. Agree. Please don't fall in love with a good story. This is the NFL. Agree. I, I, I like the Brock Purdy story, but come on, man. We, we, did, we did this with Nick Mullins. We did this. We got to learn from that. Matty Dizzle says, can Purdy put up worse playoff numbers than Jimmy? Hard. Hard to do that. It would, it would be hard. Maybe he can. Kev F says, Kyle Shannon sees Trey like Kersey's Wiseman ineffective. Nah, because Kyle drafted Trey. Kerr did not draft Wiseman. Lakeup did. I don't, I don't agree with that. Rick, thank you. M. Niner, give Bose an extension. He consistently plays good year in, year out. It's only missed one season due to injury. Give him the bag. Well, you're going to be giving him quarterback money. And uh, do you really feel like he's going to be healthy the entire time through the second contract? He's going to get, they're going to bring him back. I'm just saying, you might want to think about it. Nathan Flores says, Niner signed Josh Johnson. He's back. Love the rock. Alcatraz for the defense. Thank you. Shout out Tom Jensen. That's his idea. Tom Jensen, member of, the, of, the, uh, of my channel. He's great. Thank you, Randy. But no, I didn't think of that. That's Tom Jensen's. Lorenzo says, I take Brock and Trey over Jimmy any Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jennings once again on third down comes clutch yeah good player good player it's Purdy time baby he looked pretty good I did think he looked pretty good team and Kyle were more down after Jimmy than Trey's no question it was palpable everyone noticed it tinfoil hat Trey was Mike McDaniel's idea I don't think he has that kind of sway inside the Niners organization you really think Mike McDaniel says let's trade for this quarterback and Kyle's like okay no I don't think so Stop trying to give Kyle outs. This is his baby. Kittle and Debo looking overpaid right now. That's what I'm saying. All right, moving on. 
this is interesting to me. So the Niners are Super Bowl contenders, but I think a lot of people, myself included, look at them and they're like, mm, is their offense good enough, though? Like, they have a great defense. But does defense still win championships? Like, all the rules benefit offenses. And in the 80s, in the early 2000s, you could win a Super Bowl with defense. But now it feels like inevitably you run up against a great offense and you lose because you can't touch the quarterback. You can't touch the wide receivers. I mean, all the rules benefit the offense. But what's interesting is the Niners have a disappointing offense. Every team has a disappointing offense except for, what, Kansas City? I mean, Miami was supposed to have one of the best offenses in the league. It looked like crap today. And yes, it's going against a great defense, but I thought good offense beats good defense in in today's NFL because of the rules. Apparently not. Apparently freaking not. And what I've noticed is scoring around the league is down. The entire league. The average points per game in the NFL this year is below 22. Last year it was above 23, and the year before that it it was almost 25. So the league wants more scoring. It's changing rules to create more scoring. And offenses are getting worse around the league. It's not just the 49ers whose offense is worse than the sum of his parts. It's most of the league, unless you got Patrick Mahomes. So what the hell is the deal? How is the NFL changing rules to help offenses and offenses are still getting worse? Well, it's possible that the fact that the league reduces practice time every year and there's less and less opportunities for offenses to work on choreography, maybe that's hurting things. Because it seems to me that defenses need less practice time than offenses. Defenses is less choreographed. It's more about flying around. You know, finding the football. Offenses take a lot of time on task to choreograph all those little movements. Not to mention, developing quarterbacks takes lots of practice time. This, this, now you get like 14 padded practices a season. Maybe it's possible that... No amount of rule changes are going to help offenses until players and the league realize that practice actually matters. That offenses are going to continue to look disjointed and mediocre until they can actually practice. And I know they're trying to reduce practice time because to, to keep players healthy, but what it really does is it it increases the likelihood that rich players, rich veterans who've already gotten their second contract will stay healthy long enough to get their third contract. It does not help young players on their first contract. They're the ones that need to develop. They're the ones that need practice, want to practice. It only suits players who are 28, 29 years old. So I don't know. The NFLPA might want to think about this. This helps the older, richer players. It doesn't help younger players. It doesn't help offenses. It doesn't help teams. So, okay, I'm, I'm done moralizing. What I want to say about this, how this affects the Niners, is maybe all you need to win a Super Bowl in 2022 is a great defense. Maybe the Niners are never got, because I keep saying, oh, well, you know, a better quarterback than Tua today hits those throws. Or yeah. How many quarterbacks, how many teams have a legit offense with a really good offensive line and an all-time great quarterback? One, it's in the AFC. I mean, there's a chance the Niners could go all the way to the Super Bowl and win it and never face Kansas City again. It's possible that the Niners could win a Super Bowl with this offense, this quarterback, simply because they have a great defense, and it's a defense-dominated league right now, despite the league wanting to be an offensive league. I think that's amazing. So teams are, are tripping all over themselves to, to hire 
offensive coaches when maybe you want defense now until the NFL lets you practice again. Until practice is allowed. This is against the law right now to practice football. You only, they're glorified freaking walkthroughs. Once you're allowed to practice football again, maybe, maybe offenses will return. But for now, it's a defense-dominated league, which is exactly what Park Avenue doesn't want. It's kind of fun. I like hard-hitting. Kendrick Wheeler says, going to Seattle, watch this team live. I can't wait. Keep the good work, man. I'm going too. It's going to be fun. Rick says, finally, garbage Gar- Garoppolo is gone. Hopefully, this seals his fate to be off the team. Uh, tired of the letdowns. Man, I feel you, man, but he broke his foot today. Why don't you just wait like a day before you cheer? Because, it's, it's, I mean, that's what Jimmy Garoppolo fans did when Trey got hurt. So why don't you set a good example? Randy, thank you. It's a mirage, Grant. Trey has to come for playoffs. Let's keep the pressure on Kyle. It's like watching Marriage with Children episodes. <laughs> Old school. 69 has to go. I've been saying that for four years. Never should have drafted him, but he's still here. I think Purdy beating this Miami team today gave him some sort of confidence, I hope. I mean, it's a bigger win than Jimmy had this year. He beat Miami. That's amazing. It's amazing. Josh Wyatt says, I know we are in the heat of the moment, but I just want to say thank you to Jimmy. He was a class act. Every day he was here, I hope he gets a job. I agree. Thanks, Josh. I appreciate that. That was nice of you. Um, I like Jimmy. I said a lot of like snarky things about him for more than half a decade. And anytime I saw him, hey, Grant, how you doing? You got to respect that. You really do. All right. It's fair to say that the Niners have a great defense. I've been waiting. I've been waiting, and now I want to say they have a great defense, and I want to say I want to give them the, the nickname Alcatraz, even though they don't play in San Francisco anymore, and it's really more su- fitting to give them some type of South Bay nickname, but I'm saying Alcatraz because it's, it's perfect. You know, there's no escape in this Niners defense. They lock you up, call it the rock for short. I like that nickname. Great defense. And today, like, well, first of all, their front seven is crazy. It's amazing. The defensive line and the linebackers, I don't know that there's a better front seven in the league. Nick Bosa on his own, it could be the, the defensive player of the year. He could be the MVP. He's the best player on this team. And the fact that he's been so good on a rookie deal is a big reason the Niners have won so much since 2019. His impact is bigger than any non-quarterback. And sometimes he feels like he's a quarterback with the three sacks. I mean, he's so good. And he's only making about $8 million a year. That's a huge bargain. That's a huge advantage for the Niners. Then you got Fred Warner with an interception. Dre Greenlaw with a touchdown. I mean, it's really hard. They're so fast. Sideline to sideline at the second level. Um, really, if, if you don't have a fully healthy offense and an all-time great quarterback and a great coach, just you're going to score 17 points tops, probably 10. Now, there are some great quarterbacks in the league. The Chief, we saw what the Chiefs did to this team, and I couldn't help but notice. I, basically, I'm thinking, yeah, it's a, great, it's a great defense, and there are very few teams that could take advantage of it, but we've seen one do it. And when you were watching today, didn't you think, like, man, Patrick Mahomes would have hit a lot of throws that Tua missed today. Josh Allen would have hit a lot of throws Tua missed today. Jalen Hurts would have missed a lot of throws Tua missed today. If you give, if you put a better quarterback on this field against the Niners with a fully healthy offensive line and it's a good one, I still think this Niners team, this Niners defense has something to prove um, because they got eviscerated so bad by the Chiefs. So um, that's why I picked that. Look, I picked the Niners to win 20 to 17. They won 33 to 17. 
because they scored what? Essentially, seven points on defense, plus they got a pick that set up the Niners in, in field goal range. That's another 10, 10 points they essentially scored on defense. Um, but they gave up 17, which is what I expected. Not a lot. And why I picked that number was, although Miami's offense is very good, missing both offensive tackles against the 49ers, nah. You can't do it. The Niners' D-line is too good. You can't block D- Nick Bosa with backup offensive tackles. Um, the Niners won this game with pure pass rush. Tua looked freaked from the beginning of the game. He hit that nice touchdown pass. He, anytime he had to hold the ball longer than a second and a half, he looked freaked. It's like he watched the film and he was like, we can't block that. I'm, I'm terrified. I'm going to get hurt. So he went into self-preservation mode the entire freaking game, and that's why the Niners won. Uh, still... They're eventually probably going to face a team with a fully healthy offensive line and a quarterback who's a little bit more physically gifted than Tua. Tua's okay. He's a good quarterback that the Niners made look bad. But frankly, his arm, he's small and he's not that mobile and he doesn't have a strong arm. Um, The Niners are going to face more physically gifted quarterbacks than that. And they have the talent to shut him down. But they also, there were a lot of open receivers in this game. They gave up. A 75-yard touchdown. They gave up a long 50-yard touchdown to Tyreek Hill. And there were about five other passes that should have been completed as well. So, great defense. Are they going to win the Super Bowl? I don't know. I don't know yet. Um, They're eventually going to have to face a legit offense, even though there's very few legit offenses in the NFL anymore, which is (laughs) a shame. But uh, another test is out there. I don't know if next week it's a test. The, the, (laughs) The Bucks have a terrible offense. But eventually the Niners in the playoffs are going to have to face Philly or Minnesota or Dallas and I think those teams have more to offer on offense than this than this banged up version of Miami Jalen Waddle was hurt today too um so great defense I still like I still would like to see a little bit more if you don't mind me saying um okay let's take some more questions and then I'll finish up my show Mason looked great reminds me of Nick Chubb Wow, that's that's I, I compared to Marshawn Lynch. That's fair. 808 Niners says uh, since he's down to Purdy, I think you think Kyle's going to open up the offense because lower expectations now. And where was this offense for Trey? Yeah, on the other hand, if Purdy gets hurt, the season's really over. So I think you might see Kyle like actually try to protect his quarterback for a change. Something to think about. Jesus says so to make it clear, Trey has zero chance of return. That's what Kyle says, but you know, never say never kind of thing. I'm thankful Bosa, chill cone. <laughs> thankful of Bosa, man. Yeah, I can see it. You should be. Sign Josh Johnson from Broncos. Game changer. Aha. Uh-huh. Kay Garber says, what I loved about Purdy is that he did not have any big head scratcher plays like Jimmy does on a weekly basis. Yeah, the interception was on fourth down. They were going to turn the ball over on downs anyway. Um, it could. I mean, it wasn't necessarily a bad decision. Could have been a better throw. Dan Serrano says, so today's game proves that Jimmy G is overrated. Duh. Pretty an amazing job today. Definitely has a bright future. Tip. Cop some GCQC merch. Thank you, man. 49ersQCMerch.com. It's really fashionable. Mario says, Purdy wasn't bad. Give him the first team reps and let's see how he does. Grant, what happens if Purdy beats Brady? Thoughts? That would be great. It could happen. But that would just be a team win. Remember, these are not. The Niners' wins and losses are not about the quarterback. It's about their defense. Playoffs, yes, but to be honest, Super Bowl dreams are over, sadly. Mm, mm, maybe. Maybe. But Tua is the most accurate quarterback right now in the NFL. No, he's not. Maybe when, he, when he's confident, but he looked freaked out today. Um, Robert, thank you. 
if only SF traded for Josh Allen at a 69. That would have been nice. King Tut says, could you see Kyle Shannon switching it up and doing a two-quarterback system in the playoffs? Purdy and Lance? I mean, if Lance is available, maybe. Purdy and Josh Johnson? I hope not. Does Mr. Irrelevant have a quick release in Jimmy G? I feel he's a legit backup. Maybe not, but I think he makes quicker decisions, which helps him get the ball out of his hands faster. Dre tackling Hill on that crosser was nuts. Yeah, Dre's really fast. I don't sweat Philly. This D will tear him up. Okay. Rappaport reported today that Cap estimated well above 220 mil next year. Does that make you feel better about Bose extension? 208 this year. Um, what bothers me about the Niners giving out extensions is that their players get hurt. Um, and a lot of times players are more driven on their first contract in their second i mean look at joey bosa i don't know but they're gonna pay him i mean it's, it's what are we talking about they're gonna pay nick bosa and we'll see what happens it's a dishonor to this roster if trey does not play in week 18 yeah we'll, we'll keep the pressure on him tony we'll see what happens all right so someone just said the niners super bowl aspirations are dead that's an interesting thing to say because i feel like a lot of people thought with Jimmy Garoppolo playing the way he always played, that the Niners were legit Super Bowl contenders. I maintained all season that Jimmy Garoppolo, despite winning, is the same mediocre, serviceable quarterback he always has been. So he goes down in this game, the Niners win without him. Brock Purdy comes in, has his own limitations. Didn't play phenomenal, but offense didn't fall apart with him out there. He definitely was no worse than Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, So it seems like if you think the Niners were legit Super Bowl contenders with Jimmy being Jimmy, why would you think that they're not Super Bowl contenders now? The offense looked fine without him. He what, They weren't scoring a ton of points with him. It's a defensive-oriented uh, team. The defense just made a huge statement shutting down a very good offense. Why would you jump off the train now? If you legitimately thought they could win the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo, what changed today? Oh, another limited quarterback is, is, the Niner, is, is, is on the field now, except this guy has a slightly different skill set. And there's no book on them. Teams don't know exactly what the Niners are going to do with them. Why is that a bad thing? If you thought the Niners had no chance to win the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo, I could see you saying, all right, well, Purdy's not going to change that. They still don't have a good enough quarterback. That's probably how I feel. But at the same time, I'm open-minded. Because the NFC is wide freaking open. You never know what injuries are going to happen to other teams. And as long as the Niners have this defense playing this well, they got a chance. All they need is a quarterback right now. And until we, until we prove, until they prove other not, otherwise, all they need is a quarterback who's good enough. You know, that was Jimmy for two months. It was Brock today. As far as we know, the Niners' defense is good enough, and they just need a quarterback to manage the game and not screw it up. I think, Jimmy, I think Brock can do that. So, look, I, I never said Jimmy was going to win the Super Bowl. I thought I picked the Niners to win the Super Bowl with Trey Lance. So, you know where I'm coming from here. But I know you guys feel a lot differently. A lot of you guys felt that Jimmy Garoppolo could do it this year. That the team was good enough to do it with Jimmy. Well, they got the best defense. They got two good running backs. They got two good wide receivers. They got a, I mean, why not? Why not? I'm open-minded. I mean, what are you going to do? Shut off the, the Niners for the rest of the season and be like, oh, well, season's over. I just think the season got more intriguing. I think the season, I think the team just got more intriguing. Because again, we know how the Jimmy Garoppolo story ends. It ends like this every time. I'm sorry that it happened today, but 
this happens to Jimmy. It's happened to him so many times in his career. It feels inevitable. Now, there's mystery. We don't know how the Brock Purdy story ends. It just started. That's cool. I'm excited to watch this story. I, I think you should be too. I think you are. I think you are. I have 3,500 people watching right now. And it's not because Jimmy Garoppolo's out for the season. It's because Brock's in. And the season is still alive. I think that's pretty cool. All right, let's take some questions. And then we'll wrap it up. Hold on. A lot of them today. You guys are so generous. I appreciate you. Glojo says smoking on that McDanny pack. Still love him, though. Hey, man, shout out D'Amico Ryans. That guy's going to be a head coach next year. What if Mr. Irrelevant is the first quarterback to win the Super Bowl? Yeah, the first rookie quarterback? That would be, that would be a great story. It would be a better story than even Jimmy Garoppolo doing it. Jack says Armstead coming back was huge even if his pitch count. Yeah, all of a sudden the Niners' pass rush was dominating. Maynard says, what does Brock's performance mean for Jimmy re-signing with the team next year as a report earlier before his injury? I think it kills it. It's not that Brock's performance does anything, really. It's Jimmy's performance. He got hurt again. So you bring him back. Why? Oh, we're going to re-sign Jimmy because we feel this year he's going to stay healthy. Why? Why? He'll be 32. He's getting less mobile. He's getting less durable. Nah, I think it's over for him. And I think it's over him as a starting quarterback. You can't hit your wagon to this guy and his eight starts a year. Angel says, you said before Lance could come back in this scenario. What's the chances of that? Also, I'll be in SF next week <laughs> from Texas. Let's go Niners. Kyle keeps saying there's zero chance. But it sounds like medically they could do it. I don't know. I'm curious to see if Trey Lance pushes the, the issue. I hope he does. Rookie quarterback. Yeah, I got you. Flave, waiting for you, man. Sorry, Flave. Pretty show what a legit rookie quarterback should look like in their first game if Trey could play half as well as Purdy today, no one would have had an issue. Why are why do people have Flave? Thank you. Why are Jimmy Garoppolo fans so um, down on Trey? Dude, Trey has nothing to do with the fact that Jimmy can't stay healthy and that Jimmy's a backup quarterback and he's going to continue to be a backup quarterback. That's not Trey's fault. Everyone knew. Everyone knew that Trey Lance was inexperienced and needed, as a project, needed experience to improve. So the fact that he wasn't good right away or wasn't a finished product right away, I mean, we all knew that that was going to be the case. So it seems like Flave and other detractors of Trey are crushing him for what should have been the expectation. I mean, Jalen Hurts wasn't good right away. So if you commit to developing someone, he may improve. So I still think the Niners should develop Trey Lance and not just, you know, cling to Brock Purdy like a life fest because he's a little bit more developed than Lance now. What will be really bad is if the Niners get rid of Trey Lance, he goes somewhere with a competent coaching staff that knows how to develop a quarterback, and he turns into the quarterback that the Niners thought he would be. That would be very bad, Flav, and you don't know that that won't happen. So just chill. I'm sorry about Jimmy. Josh and Dante are forever Niners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, for real, though, going to miss that quarterback sneak. Pretty had a nice one. He gained like three yards on it. Fitzpatrick would be a good vet signing, maybe. I don't think he wants to play football anymore. Flave, Vegas odds went up to win Super Bowl when Trey was injured. Won't be the case with Birdie coming in, but Purdy clearly the second best option we had this year. I feel like this is a Jimmy Garoppolo fan 
feeling frustrated that the whole myth of Jimmy Garoppolo's impact on winning was just eviscerated in one game by Brock Purdy. And so the way to feel good about yourself now that it's been proven that you've been rooting for a mediocre backup for five years is to take another shot at Trey Lance. Kind of weak. Kind of weak. You, you really think Kyle Shanahan, the Niners organization, are looking at this game being like, hey, that's our starting quarterback week one next year. I don't. Doja Boy says only play Jimmy deserves on Sunday is to be a model in the Macy's ad. Yikes. Jesus, would you even have Jimmy as a backup next year? No, they got Purdy. No. Too expensive to be a backup. We are down on Trey because we have a way... We gave away our future for a guy that hasn't looked as good as Mr. Irrelevant with a full year under his belt. Dude, dude, can we slow down here? I mean, Purdy showed guts today. His quarterback rating was, what, 88? I mean, Lance has done better than that. He was going, I mean, the Niners scored 33 against, I mean, they scored 20, 26 against a defense that was giving up 33 points per game on the road. Dude, Flave, Flave. You made a mistake of buying 10 Jimmy Garoppolo jerseys and calling him a Hall of Fame quarterback after half a season. Don't do the same after one half a start from Brock Purdy. I know you hate Trey Lance and you're dying for him to be a bust and so you're trying to speak it into existence after four starts, which is really strange behavior, but stop. Any vets off the street you see the Niners trying to sign? Josh Johnson. Why do so many Jimmy Garoppolo fans hate Trey Lance? They're cool with Brock Purdy. But Trey Lance is like, get him off the team. I don't want to see a fist start. What is that? It's so strange. Why don't they pitch more in the run to get outside? They pitch more in the run to get outside. Because their run blocking sucks this year, and it's not working. Uh, and that goes for Kittle. goes for the tackles. Every Flave Dono is a stab at Grant's chest. I just seem so unnecessary to take shots at Trey. Like, dude, that's your starting quarterback. I don't root for this team. You do, Flave. we got to pay D'Amico more than everyone else. Yeah, there's no salary cap on, on uh, coaches, man. Just pay him whatever he needs to be paid. Niners just improved his percentage of winning Super Bowl with Purdy. You could make that argument. Mullins won games, too. Where is he at? JG, good quarterback. Did Mullins ever win like this against a playoff team? Maybe. Um, anyway, I'm not saying Purdy is better than Mullins or that Purdy's the answer, but... I just don't see the Niners offense falling off. It's been a weak offense all year. It's been a weak offense all year. Jimmy, people say that Jimmy Garoppolo is playing his best of his, of his career. Okay. It wasn't translating to points. All I know is Purdy looked pretty good in the red zone today. Imagine if Brock turns into Kirk 2.0. <laughs> Could happen. Randy says, what if Mr. Relevant played in the playoffs if Jimmy goes down? Well, I think we're going to see that. Jimmy's down. Flav wants Jimmy like I want Kim K. <laughs> After Jimmy's injury, season is over for me, and Purdy is a better quarterback than Lance. Season's over for you, huh? Well, enjoy the rest of your year. Flav is trolling, Grant. Dude, is a joke. Just take his money and smile. Trey will be just fine next year. It's Flave! <sighs> Stephen Pryor. Hold on. Stephen Pryor. I think Flav is really Colin Cowherd, Lance hater. To Flav's credit, he called to the cone phone one time. I've seen his face. He's a real person. Guys, the show is over. This was the biggest post-game show I've ever had. Almost 4,000 people watching. Thank you so much for all of you. But stop donating. The show is over. I was glad to see more of Jordan Mason, but we need some more. Stop running CMC through the middle and leave him 
with toss plays and, and, and pass option. Yeah, I know. And so, Kyle, even though you gave four picks for Christian McCaffrey and you're paying $12 million a year for him, it's okay to give the ball to Jordan Mason. No one's going to be mad at you for it. All right, the, the comment section just went off the rails when someone t- brought up Kim K. It's over. Thanks for watching. I'll be back tomorrow in the morning with Ryan Hensley in the afternoon with Larry Kruger, and then on Tuesday with the big guy, my dad, Lowell Cohn, the legend, the icon. He's in the Jewish Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame. You're not. He is. In your face. Shreddy Murphy says the football gods are cruel. This is what Trey needed last year. There is something so cruel about the football gods. Remember, Trey got caught making it rain. Breaks his ankle a few days later. Something about it. And then Jimmy, this report comes out that he's going to get a lucrative deal in free agency. Breaks his foot. You can't be doing it. You just got to keep your foot. You just got to keep your head down. Or else the football guys will come for you. Sean Shepard says, hey, Flave, you ever play Mike Tyson punch out? How's glass Jimmy Purdy has a better arm than Jimmy? He went through his progressions. It's true. It's true. Thanks for watching, everyone. I'm out. I'll be back tomorrow. Have a great night. It's a really big win. I usually come over, uh, come on the show and be like, it wasn't as good of a win as you thought. No, they've won five in a row. This was the biggest. This was their statement win of the season. Enjoy it. Eric, what did I say? Jimmy comes back for the playoffs, four to six weeks injury. Kyle said he's done for the year. He said Trey's done for the year, too. Maybe he's lying. Stay tuned. Show's over. The show is over.